Welcome to the E equals MC squared of running. I'm Maggie Cooper and this podcast is about running and a little bit of science. Today it's mainly about running and in particular um, I'm going to report back on how uh, our team, uh, Warriors, um, which is um, a club based on the Wirral, uh, got on in the North West Road Relays this weekend in Heaton Park in Manchester. What I would say is it's not just about the running you can have all the success in the world and it could be you could get all the medals and it'd still be quite miserable but in fact it wasn't like that at all for us we we did get an awful lot of medals but that wasn't what made the day special what made the day special was the atmosphere in the team um, amongst the the kids and the parents and and everybody who came along to to support it was just the, the best day ever. It was so good. Um, I turned up about, um, well, af- after the under 11s had run, so what the under 13s were running when I um, turned up, and there was already a load of Warriors supporters out there um, cheering on the um, people that were running. And by that stage, we'd already won the under 11 girls. I think we'd come third in the under uh, 11 boys. Um, it, was al- it was already lots of success, but it was a bit like a little party there because uh, we had our gazebo and we, the weather was amazing it was really really hot I mean it was actually by the time that we run as seniors it was like it was too hot really but um, when the juniors were running it wasn't too bad it was just really really um, it was really warm um, but um, one of the things they had this um, in the tent they had um, face paint um, blue face paint so our colors are white with like a blue um, stripe down the, the side um, so um, they had like face paint with um, blue face paint and they were like doing, putting W's and smiley faces and different things on their on their faces so um, there was an awful lot of paint um, around. I, I felt a bit sorry for the parents who might be having to wash those sort of white um, vests a bit later hope the paint washes out otherwise they're going to be rather strange color um, vests now but um but it, that's what it was like you know it was um if, if anybody came past uh, where the tent was the roar that went out was amazing it was like being in like a tunnel of sound when you went past um the warrior's tent it was just so encouraging and so supportive and we did have a lot of success the under 13 girls also won i can't remember all, all of the wins but we, we won golds we won silvers we won bronzes we just um, won uh, we won medals at every category I think all the way up to senior women I think the only ones that didn't win a medal was the senior men which is just incredibly competitive I mean if we'd won a medal in the senior men's I'd be like really, really surprised but um, it was it was super absolutely su- uh, superb and um, yeah the, the best thing was just the, the camaraderie some apparently somebody um, has you know in passing said something like uh, I wonder why why are all the warriors um uh the supporters the parents all wearing the club vest you know because obviously mostly the parents just come come along and support and the reason was because they were running as well so it wasn't just a kind of um just the uh, kids that were running but because the kids run the parents also end up running and and it's been great you know getting people involved and parents who maybe didn't think that they would ever run again or maybe taking it up quite quite new um you know, it's so inclusive. It's absolutely fantastic. I think that the my best, my special moment was um, in the senior women. Um, in our, our uh, we had five teams. We had five teams for the senior women. Can you imagine? That was fifteen women in our club, which is only nine months old, 
uh, running um, on on Saturday. So um, it was when our last runner was running past, and everybody came out just to cheer on, and it was just so special. It was just so lovely, and um, yeah, it's just so exciting to see um, people of all abilities taking part in in this type of event. Um, and it's just it was just it's just the opposite of elitism i we we have got elite athletes you know in the senior women we also had the second fastest runner in the entire field in our team so we have elite athletes but we're not elitist and i just think that was just so so lovely um and um it was great with the with the men as well the um our best man was much much quicker than um the other men um he was about two minutes faster than any of the other men but all the other men were very much the, the same pace and they, it was it was just lovely that they all took part dads and other um, members of the club so it, it was that was really really super um the the course it was a bit of a strange thing actually the course was very strange because um it was in it was, it was in heaton park and at the time there was a fun fair um, on in the park so the um the route actually went th- kind of through the middle of the fun fair and then up this kind of quite um well it wasn't like a really steep but it was a real drag it was really really hard running and it was difficult underfoot because it was kind of gravelly as well so you you ran through the um fun fair across what was like essentially a, a green matting but it was very deceptive because you kind of thought it would be quite flat but it wasn't it was very um uneven underfoot and then you come came off that and ran up this gravelly um sort of hill um and and then ran a quite a sharp um corner so um i just found that bit of the course really really difficult it was very hot i think i, I was just very t- tired i'm still tired because i've done a lot a lot, a lot of traveling and um and in fact when i traveled back um from london up to uh, liverpool uh, on Friday, I was in a carriage that didn't appear to have any air conditioning. And to be with, I thought oh, it'd be fine. And it got worse and worse and worse. It got hotter and hotter and hotter. By the end, I was like actually sweating. But by then, it was like 15 minutes to go. And I thought, it's not worth moving now. I wish I had moved <laughs> earlier. Cause I was like so hot and uh, bothered and, and tired. And I think that, that that didn't really help my performance. I, I ran okay. I'm, I'm not disappointed. But I, well, I mean, I am disappointed because I want to run fast all the time but um i shouldn't really be disappointed with the, with the speed that i ran but the the odd thing was um that i was trying to say but didn't really quite say was that the distance was wrong they said that distance was going to be 2.9 kilometers per loop and we were to run two two loops so that's 5.8 kilometers whereas in fact my watch measured it at 4.1 something i think it was probably 4.2 something um so that was well well short and i think that i can keep up the same speed for six kilometers and i would have done better overall if it had just if it had been six kilometers or 5.8 whatever it had advertised to be but i just couldn't run any faster um i think i probably could even in that heat i think i could have carried on running um certainly mentally if i like i knew i knew before i started that it was only four so um you know i kind of no, put in the effort four, and I was tired at, at the end, like everybody. But I think if it had been six, six, I would have run six, pretty much that same um, pace. So yeah, so that was um, yeah, that was a, a bit bit odd. But in a way, I was quite pleased that it was short because it was just unbelievably hot. It was really really hot, and when you came up through that fun fair and up that hill, it was just found you know it was just found it really just really really challenging. I can't I can't really explain. I was trying to explain to um, one of the other team members what I felt about relays. I, I just think running a relay is not not like 
normally running a race. When you're running a race and it's all about you, even if you're actually, even if you're counting as points or whatever towards the team, like in the cross country, you, you score for the team. That, that that that's kind of halfway there but often if you run like people have run for example today the great north run you just run it for yourself you run it for your time you run it for your your thing you mean yes you might be running for charity you might be running some for something else but actually the time that you get and uh, the position that you get it's all about you with when you're running like it was a team and you're maybe winning scoring points for for the team then there's another another layer on top of it but when you're running for a relay in a relay it's just it's all about the team it's it's yes you want to do as well as you can personally but actually in reality nobody really cares too much about what time you got they just care about how the team did and it's it's very yeah it's a very different concept so if you're in a race and it's just you and it's not about you and you're tired and you're fed up you might say well forget it I'm not going to I'm not going to bother pushing the last 100 metres because it, it just doesn't matter. I'm still, I'm just, this is the position I'm in. But when you're in a relay, you just want to, you need to get back as quickly as you can for your next member. So you've got to push it all the way through right to the finish. Um, and you, uh, and yeah, every sort of second can matter in a relay. So you can't at any point think, oh, well, I'm a bit not feeling great today. I just, I just jog, jog in or something like that you have that other another layer of kind of almost like responsibility it's not it's not even like pressure either it's 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 a pleasure to be part of the team it's 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 something like it's it's like being part of a family or something like that you can't really describe put it into quite in words why it's special but it is just a, there's another aspect to it so yeah i um i recommend um doing re- relays or um whatever for your your club if you have the opportunity because i think yeah it is it is um is really good f- fun i think the only downside of it is that um because you all the members of the team are sort of setting off at different times you can't kind of warm up together so you you miss a bit of camaraderie on that but man that was more than made up for in our in our tent in our tent also we had um we had a big um container of water which is fantastic because you know everybody was thirsty and and like a, one of those um chiller things you know you go have when you go camping that the coaches had filled with ice pops um and uh, all the kids uh, absolutely loved that um yeah, that was it was really fantastic um so it was it was just a really really um great day um so yeah so that's that's the, <laughs> that's all i've got to say about the the road relays um yeah definitely definitely very very, very good um the other thing that I was going to um, talk about just a little bit, um, it kind of relates to the athletics club, or it's, it's not, it's a pentathlon and athletics club, our, our club, um, is related to the um, book that I have been reading by David Epstein, which is um, called The Sports Gene. I really recommend reading it if you have an opportunity. I've got it on uh, Audible, so I can just listen to it on the on the way to work or whatever. And um, yeah, the, the, the thing, um, one of the things they were talking about was really specialization at a young age. You know, everybody would think of, say, Tiger Woods as a, a classic example where specialization at an early age, you know, he's, he was, uh, had a golf club in his hands and when he was like 11 months old or something ridiculously young. Um, and and all, all the sort of people said the benefits of you know, tra- training and specific training and um, you know, getting used to certain, certain events. Um, 
yeah in basically he debunks that as a as a theory and says that um in fact specialization at an early age can be really detrimental and kids should really have the opportunity to try lots of different sports and i think that that is um one of the great things about uh, being part of our club you know to, not that the you know one one day the kids are doing um the the running and the road relays the next they're doing a um biathlon or triathlon or they're doing a fell race or um they might be playing hockey or they might be playing football and we've got quite a few kids who are sort of coming from playing football and and being part of our club or uh, one of the girls um that uh, was uh, the road relays she does dance for example dance is such a great combination with with running um yeah some people may be coming from gymnastics some people d- doing different sports and we should definitely encourage that at an early age to try lots and lots of different sports so he was talking about um the fact that um it was it was the australian um team had been very good at picking out athletes from different sports and transferring them across they were talking about um the the skeleton which is um basically going down some ice shoot on a um tray or something it's a crazy crazy thing but you have to be quite fast at the beginning to push off and uh you have to be i guess flexible and stuff like that but um they had they had picked people who um were from other sports who had what they thought were the right characteristics to um take part in this event and sort of train train them up and um you know, everybody just thought it was kind of crazy. They, the, you know, it, you have to have the feel of it. You know, being on the ice and the turns, and you know, you you can't just pick it up and do it. Nobody can do that. And how wrong they were because this this is what that those those guys did, and they um could be successful. I think the first year they were in the Olympic Games and then they sort of won the World Championships or some, something, you know, they were incredibly successful. They're just switching from one sport to another. So, that, that, you know, I think everybody needs to find what their niche is. So I think running gives it a very good basis for any other sport. So that, that's that's great. But it doesn't necessarily mean that these guys are always going to be runners. They might, um, you know, find that they're actually better at throwing the javelin or they might be better at um, playing hockey or or something else but they're just the basic fitness that you get from the running is is fantastic and the opportunity to try different things like the laser run or the or swimming off even when they think they're probably starting the fencing and they're doing the um, obstacle course for example lots of different things um it's great that kids can try out um, all of those um, different events. And in fact, you know, when I was a, a kid, I, I, I also did the same. I, I didn't really specialise in running, although both my parents were really good runners. And um, at school, obviously, I was re- really good runner. Um, but actually, I didn't really start to train um, properly. I didn't, I didn't really do any athletics training until I was in the sixth form. I, I, did, I did some... Maybe did some some runs or something like that, um, but but not what I'd call proper, like not interval training and stuff like that. Not until I was in the sixth form. But what I did do is I played netball and I played hockey and I did you know, some swimming and I did the athletics in the summer summer term and I played a bit of cricket sometimes. Um, diff- different sports that uh, that I did. Um, I mean, I was kind of born to be a runner, but um, I think particularly the hockey um I loved doing that um I wasn't I wasn't that good at it but I was 
I was good enough because I was good at running. So, um, and, uh, yeah, and it was it was very enjoyable. And I think that the, probably the, the short sprints and stuff that you get in something like hockey um, was probably really, really beneficial to, to running. So, um, yeah, just th- think that, that that was one interesting thing from um, from the book um, that it basically was saying that, in fact, if you specialise too early, you can kind of get into a, a rhythm or get into a, um, a certain way of doing it and then you kind of reach a plateau and you can't get any faster. So um, it's, it's maybe better to specialise later. I think that... Um, it's a guy called Roger Federer. Sorry, really bad. I don't remember people's names. Roger Federer, um, tennis player. He um, he tried lots of different sports before he really got into tennis. And you know, so he, obviously he's phenomenally successful in tennis. But he but he that wasn't really his like first sport. He didn't he did loads of other stuff before he did um, tennis. So you know, it, it, I think this sort of uh, idea that you need to specialize early on or decide are you going to be a distance runner or a sprinter or whatever early on is just um, a complete myth. In fact, one of the, I might have said before, one of the girls in my, um, in the county cross country team was just a phenomenally good sprinter and long jumper. But in the winter, she would do the cross country. It's fine. It's good. And I'm sure that the cross country benefited her in terms of strength and fitness that then um, helped in the athletics in the, in the summer. So um, yeah, so that was just just something interesting I thought from um, from that book. Uh, there's some other bits I, w- I want to share from, with you from from the book. I just need to um, reread it <laughs> just so that I can remember what what it's um, said. But um, there were some other other interesting things. Um, again, it's I guess part of it was um, nature versus nurture that 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 perennial debate, um, and there was yeah some interesting things um, related uh, related to that. One thing, though, I, I did learn from the book, which I didn't know. Um, I presume this is true. I haven't checked it. I haven't checked the facts out. But he said that, because um, he's talking about the difference between male and female, and he said that all embryos in the womb are female for the first, I think he said, six weeks. And then, uh, with the, the influence of um, the t- testosterone, and then they develop into a male or they don't have that when they carry on developing in a female I thought that was I didn't know that it was very interesting um so um I I might might even look it up and see whether what what, whether that's actually um right but I I just thought that was it was interesting because he was talking about basically he's talking about um the problem of intersex um people he was talking about a Spanish hurdler I'm sorry I can't remember her, her her name who um was um what the, what they apparently what they used to do um to work out whether you were male or f- female if you were a female you had to go to the doctor and basically pull down your pants and show that you uh, were female um and then they they thought that that wasn't uh, okay so they then took a cheek swab and sort of checked their cells in your cheek swab whether they were xx chromosomes so you were female or xy and you were male and this particular athlete had um xy chromosomes and so she was stopped from competing um it was all a bit of a disaster for her um she was adamant she was female and in and well kind of she was because what she had was she had this um uh sort of um i don't know what you call it um the 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 illness or whatever it's not really illness but the state that she had was that she was um she was resistant to 
um, the um, testosterone. So um, e even though she had more testosterone in her body than um, it was normal, she had male levels, levels um, her body was not able to um, utilize that in any way. So essentially she was um, had the exactly characteristics of a, of a female. So uh, yeah, it was that was that was kind of interesting. I think the whole um, sex debate and uh, gender and debate and um, you know this thing with a uh, transgender people can compete in the other um, uh, categories is, is very interesting. But I, I I really felt for that particular athlete because um, she um, yeah she, she was basically humiliated over the fact that she was intersex and um, her medals were stripped from her, her titles were taken away from her and um, it was just awful for her because she didn't actually have any benefit um, from having XY chromosomes. So anyway I thought that was interesting but um, you can read the book if you want to find out more. Right um, that is all I have today. Um, I hope you found that interesting and um, yeah uh, well done to all those warriors who have competed on Saturday. Thanks for listening. Bye.